and welcome back to Cooking the Books with Jilly Smith. And this week we're running away with the circus. Giffords, Britain's quirkiest, sauciest circus, is back from mid-August. And Ols Hallas, chef at its restaurant Circus Sauce and co-author with founder Nell Gifford of its official cookbook, walks me through the glittering capes and pointy-toed ponies to peek behind life in the big tent. There was uh, Bibi and Bitu, the jugglers, practising outside, the, the godfathers, Ukrainian acrobats doing their thing. And then I went through this, this massive oak barn door to, to uh, interns making costumes and props and the animals being, being washed and there's a faint sound of musicians in the background. But first, this month Cooking the Books is sponsored by Whole Foods Market, which seeks out the finest, wholesome and organic foods. Each week we'll find out what Whole Foods Market and sustainable chef Alexandra Dudley have found as part of the Summer Mindful Moments Guide to showcase the best well-being products available in store, like its own brand organic turmeric powders to support joint health and digestion. Turmeric, as you know, is high in curcumin and has been used in Ayurvedic medicine as a natural remedy for centuries. Pop along to one of the seven London stores to get your hands on the product or head over to the Whole Foods Market Instagram channel at Whole Foods UK where you can find out more about the Mindful Moments Guide. It's almost time to cue the strong men at Giffords and tuck into its dining experience. But first, Oles told me when we spoke back in July how it's been to lock down the most colourful of communities from all over the world. Oh, it's been incredibly frustrating and it was, it was heartbreaking um, to see everyone go because we, we, only, we only just um, started doing the rehearsal period which is, is, is the most vibrant and amazing time. You've got 100 people on site doing various things, painting, uh, practising, performing uh, and then we've got the chefs as well. Um, and we got one day into rehearsals and um, we had to make the decision to say that we weren't going to do it and um, unfortunately start sending people back, which was, was quite... Oh, my gosh. Yeah, yeah. That is the, the, my favourite thing about the circus, is meeting these incredible people. The acrobats from Cuba, you've got a, you know, an aerial act from Russia, and they've, they've got so many amazing stories to tell, and we'd only just, just met them and you know, just started to, to see what these people were like. And then, yeah. Uh, yeah, to see them go was very tough. And because it changes every year, doesn't it? It does. It does. It all depends on what creative things have happened with Nell and Lil and Cal. And um, yeah, this 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 year was going to be the twentieth year anniversary as well, which um, everyone was gearing up for one hell of a show. So yeah, yeah it's 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 frustrating and, and quite strange because I still got my um, my calendar still tells me where where we're going to be and we should be in the centre of London right now. <laughs> um, but yeah, yeah, not 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 great. But we are we are planning our next venture, so um, we've just got to look forward to that. Yeah, well, luckily the book does capture all of that and beautifully. Let's take and it takes us through the Gifford year. Uh, so it's absolutely filled with the food that you are feeding the, these people who come from all over the world, as you say. But that's not really the point of the book, is it? It's a fabulous, magical, colourful celebration of quite an extraordinary, eccentric British thing. Tell us about your view of the circus, because you came to it quite late on, really, about 10 years yeah. in, didn't you? Yeah, I mean, well, I, I went... When I was when I was younger, because it, it it's from where I grew up, so the Cotswolds, and my my parents took me there as a young as a young boy, when I was about eleven or twelve in Minchin Hampton. So I always remember that. I remember having a massive argument with my brothers. So <laughs> that's the main thing. But yeah, I joined in twenty thirteen, um, 
um, it was just a sort of the next step in my life that you know I didn't have anything to do, and I quite simply got a an email from a friend saying, "Do you want to join the circus?" And I couldn't really give any other answer than, other than yes. I mean, what an, an incredible thing to go back. I didn't even know in what capacity. <laughs> um, but you were a chef. You were a chef working in the Alps at that yes, time. Yes, yeah. I, I was running away from a, a relationship. Um, but yeah, I'd worked in restaurants and whatnot up until then. And then I, then I, um, I went, 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 went away into solitude in the, the, uh, the mountains. So you were brought back to to this extraordinary wonderland. Did you hit the ground running? Oh, it was. I was just. I was just amazed by it all. I, I sort of arrived, and it was. It was. It was very sort of fairy tale. When I got there, my friend dropped me off and gave me a very odd look when I just left the car. And <laughs> there was uh, Bibi and Beachy, the jugglers, practicing outside. The the Godfathers, the Ukrainian acrobats, doing their thing. And then I went through this this massive oak barn door to, to uh, interns making costumes and props and the animals being being washed and the, there was a faint sound of musicians in the background. And then in the corner was this little sort of wagon with just an oven and a fridge in. And it was it was incredibly basic, but the idea of being able to travel and cook and eat the the produce from where we travelled to was just an absolute dream. I've always loved Keith Floyd and um, Rick Stein and the, the travelling shows where they get to do that. So it was, just, it was just amazing. And not only that, the people was just so bohemian and, and amazing. These, these people you got to, you know, you, you'd get drunk with them the night before and then the next day you'd see them be doing these amazing tricks, these, these people that just suddenly changed. And it was, it, was, it was an amazing period of time. It, it sounds it, and the book sums it up absolutely beautifully, and it's written by you and Nell Gifford, who we'll hear much more about later. But your job was to feed them, but also to set up Circus Sauce, this theatrical restaurant for people who went to the circus. What a dream! Oh, it was, it was brilliant, and I, I just love that idea. So we we, um, we cooked for the performers uh, performers and stuff a lot during rehearsals, and then on the road we cooked during build up and pull down. So we got we got to keep the circus going, but we also have this restaurant. So after the show, you, you watch the incredible performance of Giffords, and it's it's just breathtaking. Then afterwards, we would open the restaurant up uh, for a three course meal, and um, we we got a couple of months in, and then we got a bit jealous of the theatrics that happened in the in the big top. So we we um, we, we perform a little puppet show as well. <laughs> so all the chefs and waiting staff, uh, we have these um, puppets that dangle down from our heads. So it looks like we're, we're little people, and uh, we have chef outfits on, and we do uh, you know, we do little skits. Or it's evolved through the years. So we try and add that sort of aspect to the meal as well. Um, but yeah, it's it's incredibly good fun. It sounds it. It sounds it. Well, take us to your first food moment. You've chosen a photograph from the book. Des- describe it for me. So this is a picture of the team. So um, we've I've, we've picked up various friends and colleagues through through our travels because the wonderful thing about working at Giffords is you work for six months of the year have a whale of a time and then you've got you know six months during the winter where it's too cold to, to for the performance to go out so we would travel and on these travels you'd pick up friends who just you just say do you want a job <laughs> and um you know i've met some amazing people and this is just uh, this is just the cast 
of the the past few years. So we we would travel to South America, come back, do six months at the circus, and then go away. We'd go to the Alps and stuff, and I'd meet some people and bring them back. So our team would grow, and then we'd go travelling again. So we had this wonderful entourage. Um, so we, we did Southeast Asia, we did Australia. India. So we've we've gradually travelled the world, and we've done this, and this is just the the team that have done it. And um, I, yeah, I can't tell you how wonderful it is to be in the kitchen with oh, just people that you love. Absolutely amazing. You say that you haven't got very much space to cook in. You've got more than you had when you first started, but it's you know when you when you're building up every what every day, one or two week grounds. Um, so, it, but it, it's a lot. So the, the Giffords. Um, isn't you know the biggest show we can't fit that many, you know there are bigger circuses out there but the amount of props and the, the amount of little little things that make Gifford so so brilliant and unique it takes a lot of time to move so you know a, a move in every one or two weeks is enough most certainly um but yeah it, it keeps you on your toes <laughs> absolutely your second food moment is actually a tea party and the food that you have chosen to uh to put into that section which is all about tea and cakes, is very much about the kind of the uh, the atmosphere, the vibe of the place. Take us through, for example, the strongman cake. Um, the strongman cake um, is from Pozzo. Um, he was uh, he well, he is um, uh, our strongman and part of the Cuban troupe, and uh, it's it's just trying to relate certain foods with performers later in the book we've got sweet nancy which is a dessert based after nancy is one of our performers who's very theatrical so it was like a peach melba but slightly different but pozzo was just always the the rock and nell and emma her uh, her sister and i were sitting around we should do a strong man cake something with packs of punch something that is strong and you know really quite quite grand as well and um yeah so that that is part of our um, sort of afternoon tea and it's also quite a set thing that you do at the circus you go and buy a, a chocolate brownie you buy a mug of tea it's got to be a mug as well and, I have to make um, that. I, yeah, I so made those brownies yesterday they are absolute perfection I have never tasted a better brownie ever it's so simple and yeah they are they are amazing I think I went off them for a year and then, <laughs> then I just had to go back. They're absolutely perfect. But but Cal, tell us about Cal. He's your theatrical director. Cal is, you know, he's been at, at Giffords, you know, since 20, 2012. And he has brought the show so far. He's just an amazing, amazingly talented director. And, you know, he, he's, he's hung out with us so many times that we, we kind of make that extra special sort of um, um, effort with with his creation his creative process so in rehearsals there's a group of creatives um which sort of congregate in Nell's Nell's house and they've got to have these periods of time where they they come up with different bits of the show so we just pop around a few baked goods and it's kind of derived from that and Cal's very mad hatter um sort of um um Flamboyance. Yes. <laughs> so just bringing him a, a mug of old grey tea and something that we've baked in the restaurant really, really makes him smile. And so this, this, this whole set, which was photographed by David, and we, we cooked every sort of baked good that we could possibly could and set it up. And then Nell walked past with a bantam and <laughs> sat down with that. Then Monkey, uh, her, um, her dog, came over as well. And it was just one of those perfect shots, which just, yeah. it just came together and not how you imagined it. 
And I think that's a sort of really good um, vision of what rehearsals is like. David being David Loftus, of course, one of the most celebrated uh, photographers in the world, probably. Um, How on earth did you get David Loftus to take your photographs? Well, he is just the the nicest guy I've ever met. And, you know, he's turning turning into a really, really good friend because we went through a lot during this period of shooting. Um, but I, I was doing a dinner party for some friends and they, they, um, they said, oh, we know David is just absolutely lovely. And I was like, can I have his email address, please? <laughs> and just, just threw the line out there and um, got an email back from him saying, yeah, I would love to. And it turns out that he had done a small shoot in the past at Giffords. And I was just blown away. And meeting him was, was incredible. Um, just the, the way he manages to catch the things that you've done in the best possible light. And, yeah, it was just really nice chatting and hearing all the stories. And, yeah, it was, it was a wonderful experience doing with him, and I feel very lucky. I bet. I mean, the chutzpah to, to actually ask, but then again, from David's point of view, why wouldn't he you know, <laughs> ask somebody to do a shoot with circus and food with the most bohemian <laughs> wild hipster circus on the road? Who's going to say no to that? <laughs> I suppose so. And there was a lot, there was a lot of really, really amazing moments, um, which you just couldn't write. <laughs> yeah, I bet. I bet. I mean, for me, I love the the stuff there's very little actually about the the restaurant in in the reading of it i love the stuff about the the caravans and the, the way that people <laughs> settle into the caravans over the time and they cook for each other yeah um as well as you cooking for them there's a real sense of community it's so much more than food um as fuel or food as something to show off it's real community isn't it there's a lot of bonding that's done over the food oh totally it's 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 that period after the show of reflection um everyone you know that even on a build day you you, when we cook for everyone you just stop and reflect on what's happened and that's a wonderful time to socialize and 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 talk so everyone makes a, a wonderful effort to, to push the boat out, especially we've got this, this um, kitchen back of house called the French Quarter, which is a wagon with an awning that comes off it. So um, everyone takes turns in cooking things. And um, then the band will start playing. And, you know, it really, again, it goes back to that fairy tale kind of um, atmosphere, which you can't get anywhere else, I don't think. And you're right in saying that everyone sort of cozies into their caravans and starts decorating them. And by the end of tour, there, there are these amazing abodes and you go in and, you know, you've got some, some it really reflects on the character as well. Um, but yeah, yeah, after the show, eating is, is, is a wonderful time for everyone to, to really share stories and sort of want a part of the circus that I really love and right now really miss. <laughs> Yeah, I bet, I bet. Your third food moment is the Giffords fish pie. Why did you choose that one? It's, it's one, of the, one of the sort of nostalgic favourites that we've always done at Giffords. Um, and we know we, we don't go quite close to the sea, but we get to go into towns and, you know, see, what, see what's available. And we usually do it around Oxford, around the covered market. Um, so Oxford's one of our favourite grounds that we, you know, right dead centre in the in the university parks. And um, we would get on our bikes and cycle into Oxford and um, go and sort of see what's at the, at the covered market and pick out things that were fresh. And I think that was one of a, re- a really wonderful 
vision of what we wanted to do at the restaurant is just go and use the local local ingredients and support the local um, tradesmen and if the fish pie would change every every night depending on what was on offer and what was um, what was fresh and um, yeah we've done that every year and it's it's evolved so you know it, it completely depends on what comes out of the sea at that point and um, yeah we've we've served it for, for many years and also a, a fond memory of when the circus goes wrong the power can go the water can stop and <laughs> I always remember trying to cook 12 fish pies in caravan ovens. <laughs> and it is very much about local produce, as you say, because it started off in 2000 at Nell's Farm in the West Country, southwest England, absolutely fertile ground for the most amazing food and you've been able to I mean you say you're a fan of the the Fergus Henderson sort of nose to tail philosophy because you have to make absolutely everything of, a, of an animal some of the, the the recipes that you have in the book use that kind of principle tell me the, the your favorite from from that philosophy well we um Totty Gifford you know he, he um is you know Nell's, Nell's husband and um in the early years we used to keep pigs on the farm and that, you know, we, we wouldn't, you know, back in the day, so the Giffords was a bit more thrifty and we'd use different, you know, to make the Trojan horse for 2014, they used bits of wood from the side of the road. So we'd have to really count the pennies. And um, using the pigs was uh, a big part of that as well. So we'd make these wonderful terrines. Um, we'd get the whole pigs in and butcher them down, which is wonderful. So we do the, the head hock and trotter terrine, which is very, very St. John's with sauce gabriche. And, you know, it is, there's, there's a sort of buzz to using up every last bit, um, which, of course, ev- a lot of people do. But it's really nice to do it from literally the area that re- you're in. So, you know, when we were back at the base camp, we'd just say all oh, the pigs were just from the, the, the paddock over there. And we've used every last bit. And that is it's a wonderful thing to say. Well, also, the, the grown produce from the, the, the allotment. And um, we, we get a lot of people just wandering past trying to flog what they've got and we'll just we'll take it with open arms. So, yeah, it's, it's lovely to say that. And, and over that period, I mean, you know, since Gifford's opened in 2000, local produce, eating from the land and all that kind of stuff has become very trendy and also very essential for climate change and, and our pockets. But it wasn't in those days. It wasn't trendy. It was completely different, wasn't it? Yeah, I think I think we fell into a sort of ilk that wanted to do that. Um, you know, it's sort of quite rural as well. And, you know, we've, we've grown up in the countryside as well. So um, that's always been a, sort of an ethos around here to use up every last morsel that you possibly can. And of course, uh, you know, we, we, quite, we needed to make money. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Tell us about the, the Gifford family. Nell, who wrote the book with you, uh, with her husband, Totty, and their two children. They're kind of, they were kind of the sort of the centre and the family. Um, it was it was the, the the wonderful thing about tour was once we'd set up and we had the day off and um you know the sun was shining the tents would be out and there's this wonderful hub in the center of where you know the little giffords village out back with all the caravans and you know there'd be sort of drinks parties and we'd, we'd all go out together and the family with, with a hub had red and, red and cecil running around in the paddling pool and you know, it, it was it was the same during winter as well. There'd be a wonderful family atmosphere with everyone sort of sat around the kitchen table, and then there'll be the plotting of the circus and the, the moving of it as well, which is which is 
it, it just some, a sight to see an entire circus move within a day. Um, but that was, that was, you know, it's based around that family unit. And, um, yeah. And, and the vision was all Nell's, wasn't it? Nell, yeah, Nell's, Nell's vision and Totty was, was the amazing guy who, who built, built the wagons and got the show moving. So it was a wonderful team. And the, the book is dedicated to Nell's memory. Yes, sadly, she, she, died, she died late last year, year um, which was heartbreaking for us all. Um, you know, despite, regardless of COVID, it's, it's been a, an incredibly difficult year to, to say goodbye to such a wonderful woman and I, I feel very blessed to have had the time to spend with her writing this this amazing book she she had cancer and she had cancer for some years yes and um, three or four years before beforehand and yeah sadly lost the battle in, in, in December um but yeah surrounded by loved ones and um the most amazing funeral at uh, Gloucester Cathedral thousands of people came um but yeah she is most certainly missed extraordinary story and what an extraordinary contribution to the world amazing amazing and we we that is that is what we are we are we are going to to keep going uh, what she's created and um you know go on for many many years and you know she will inspire a generation of of circus i think for, for many years yeah. to come it's it's an extraordinary book. It's an extraordinary story. It's the most amazing legacy from Nell Gifford. And what a wonderful thing for you to have shared in that for so long. I, can, I can't imagine why would you would ever stop. When you've run away with the circus, can you ever go back to real life? No, no, you can't. <laughs> I tried it a couple of times. It, <laughs> you you realise that the circus is such a, an extreme place that you get bored quite easily. If you don't have a, you know, an acrobat uh, on someone on like three people on top of each other just outside the tent, <laughs> things just aren't enough anymore. <laughs> and we really, really do. Um, yeah, we do miss it intensely. I've been speaking to a lot of people who are part of the circus um, over the past few weeks, just phone call, random phone calls and everyone's twiddling their thumbs. It's, um, it's quite difficult for, for, for people who are used to just being on the move constantly seven days a week um but yeah I, I think we've just got to look forward to when we do open again yeah. yeah well best of luck with it and uh thank you so much it's been a it's it's a wonderful read and i can't wait to get to <laughs> thank you very much good luck with thanks it. for listening do rate and review on apple podcasts and subscribe to make sure you don't miss any of our summer holiday listening this month next week come with me to venice with sky McAlpine and her new book a table for friends <laughs>